Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Your weekly or semi-weekly podcast talking about all the latest movies in the theaters today. I am Billy the Movie Grader, and in this episode, I am once again joined by my good friends Melissa and Travis. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. <laughs> Melissa, hey, everyone. Smart ass back. right off the bat. Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In this supersized episode, we chat about all the all the movies we've seen but haven't had the chance to report on due to schedule conflicts and, you know, the thing called life. Um, we, we, will, we will be covering Old, Snake Eyes, Jungle Cruise, Stillwater, The Suicide Squad, Respect, Free Guy, and Travis will report on Candyman because he's the only one that's seen it out of the three of us. Anyways, so uh, let's kick it off with Old. Old was directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and it stars Gail Garcia Bernal, Vicky Creeps, and Rufus Sewell. Sewell? I don't know. Sorry. So it was released in theaters on July 23rd, 2021. And per IMDb, the plot is as follows. A vacationing family discovers that the secluded beach where they're relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. All right. Um, Melissa, you didn't see this one, right? Uh, duh. I see horror <laughs> movies unless I'm forced to. It wasn't scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah th- this one's pretty tame. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead, Travis. You kick it off. Go for it. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to preface this by saying I'm I'm really reaching because this was like about a month ago I saw this. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I do remember. Uh, I, I personally, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean. There were some moments that, uh, particularly the dialogue, I felt in some places was kind of, huh? But um, but on the whole, I really enjoyed the movie. I feel like a lot of times uh, M. Night can be kind of hit or miss, but this one was uh, more of a hit than a miss for me. It's not his best movie, but I still really enjoyed it. I thought the twist was really cool. I mean, I didn't see that coming from anywhere. I mean, we'll give it away here, but uh, <laughs> just what, what, what you find out uh, is like causing them to age and like how it's happening and just like that that was just crazy to me i didn't see that coming at all and uh yeah you're gonna have to uh, tell me when uh we are no longer recording because now i'm curious yeah off the air we'll, we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll spoil it off there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll spoil it later but uh but yeah i mean it's uh i've really enjoyed it um it's uh M. Night himself is in the movie too, and yeah. like he had a much he has a much larger role in this than he. I mean, he puts himself in every single one of his movies, but it's usually like just a quick cameo. But this is an actual part. Yeah, he's in the kind movie, of an, so. he's kind of an essential part, which was kind of weird. But. Yeah. Yeah, oh wow! I didn't so know that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's different. I mean, like, yeah, he's uh, it's it's kind of more of an extended cameo, I guess. Yeah, but, like he pops up. He pops up a few times. Yeah, because so. he, he kind of helps, like the. Well, I, I guess I can't really say too much, but he he's a help to the the plot, I guess. Is, is that yeah. safe to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he <laughs> he kind of moves, sets things in motion. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I also, I will say like, um, even though the dialogue wasn't big for me, uh, I thought the performances were pretty good for the mm-hmm. most part. I'm um, especially the, um, 
the kid, uh, the son, uh, the actor uh, Alex Alex Wolf, I think it is. Uh, he he was in uh, Hereditary as well. Uh, but he's uh, I think he's amazing. He does a uh, he does a lot of great work in horror films. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I remember he was in Hereditary, and then I think uh, my friend Dahmer as well. So I, I just always really enjoyed seeing his work. And like, I mean, he, he's in this a little bit, not quite as big as uh, you'd think, but um, I thought he was great. I thought the uh, the girl that played the sister was great. The parents mm-hmm. were a little. I thought the parents seemed kind of stiff, especially the dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I didn't think he was a good actor at all. I mean, it's like, yeah, I thought he was miscast. They could have found better for him. I mean, it's like, yeah, I was, like I just. Was he like the the doctor or something? It was just like it was just such a cardboard kind of a performance. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> was like, it's it, like he he kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau in in the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's was, he's it, like, I I need to talk to you. No, I'll yes. talk to you later. <laughs> like, like, yeah, what? yeah. Like, stand back. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, so. His whole like, I guess like, I guess you would say cadence was so phony. It was just like, it's like, no, I am not reading off of a board right now. My lines are not directly coming from that piece of cardboard that somebody's holding up for me. It's like, it was like, basically, yeah. I mean, it was like they had cue cards and just the way he or talked. It was like the way he was speaking is just if he was reading off of cue cards. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, like, yeah. like for me, it's like you know everybody knows by now. I'm not a horror movie guy, and really, the only, only, only reason I went to go see this. Was be- was because of my buddy, you know, Thomas Ian Nicholas. His son was in it, and you know, he, okay, he, that's he, what I thought. I couldn't remember what movie. Yeah, he, that his son was in. So yeah, it was his his son Nolan, and I don't know what his staged last name is, but yeah, but like, I mean, I've I've known Nolan and since he was inside of his mom. You know, it's like uh, oh wow, I, yeah, it's like yeah, I, I've I've known. I've known him and his family forever. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just went to go support Nolan and, you know, and Tom. And because, like, you know, it was like his first, like, big role. And, you know, it's a, it was a big movie. I guess it's fair to say. And, and like, yeah. you know, I, like, immediately after the movie, I texted Tom. And I was like, oh, you know, Nolan did great. Good job. You know, congrats on that. You know, and like, then, like, immediately I... You know, he he always texts back immediately. He's like, "Oh man, thanks, I appreciate it." You know, and yeah, Nolan did a really good job, right? And then I <laughs> then I asked him, "It's like, yeah, dude, that 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 hotel was absolutely gorgeous. Does that really exist?" And then he told me, "It's like, yeah, I mean, it was all uh, filmed in the Dominican Republic." And like, the truth of the matter is, it's like the movie and the movie makes you think that the the resort hotel or whatever is like just down the street from the beach where the whole movie takes place at really but the truth of the matter is they're three hours apart from each other so it's, so, so that was interesting crazy. to find out <laughs> that's crazy so but well that's that's crazy and like uh, I, it also is like i don't know it kind of doesn't make sense to me like why would you have a resort that's three hours away from the beach like well it's, i mean it, I, guess, that, I guess i'm yeah, like I'm guessing, like there that wasn't like the only beach that was you know available. I mean, sorry, that was probably the only be- beach that was available for them to film at. Oh, because it, because if you remember, like there's a wall. You know, I guess I don't want to give anything away, but like that wall on the beach, that's all man. Oh yes. So they probably only had access to that 
specific beach in order to do what they had to do in order to make the movie. It's like, oh, I got you. Okay, yeah, I see. It, I okay, I understand it, what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like more than likely, like you know, you, you know, you could see in the movie that there is a beach on the resort, like you know, in the background. They don't use it in the movie, but like the the actual beach which they use, which you know, which M Night Shyamalan, I guess it's safe to say, he drives everybody to this beach to and from the resort, and. Yeah, it's they're they're actually three hours apart from each other. <laughs> so it That's was so crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a cool little tidbit Tom told me about. So, anyways, uh, let's see. You want to go ahead and grade the movie, Travis? Oh uh, yeah, um, I think uh, for me, I'd say a solid B minus. Um, uh, like I was saying, it's not my favorite movie of his, but it's uh, definitely. Uh, from the more recent years, it was up there. Um, uh, I didn't think it was quite as good as Split or Glass. Like I'm a big fan of that Unbreakable trilogy, but uh, right. but yeah, I mean, it was still it was still interesting, and I like I really did like the twist. So uh, I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, you know, it, I'll be honest. I never, I've never seen all of M Night Shyamalan's movies, but um, I mean, and honestly, I was. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I was I was dozing off some at some point. So like, you yeah. called him Alyssa? I I no, I managed to stay awake, you know, but like it was like I, you know, checking my watch like good lord, when is this gonna be over? Because like and it, it, I actually pulled a double feature on this day, you know, like I had snake eyes mm-hmm. immediately after old. So I was like, okay, you know, I mean I, I know snake eyes is going to be a bit more high octane than old was because honestly old is kind of a pretty slow movie I mean, there's a lot of dialogue and like not really much happens in it that 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 will like make you scared let alone like i don't know hold your interest (laughs) as bad as that is to say but yeah i mean for me it was just like it was just whatever i mean like like I said, my buddy's son's at a performance and it was really good. The, the kids did a really good job. I mean, the 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 the, the adults acting and it was very stale. <laughs> it it, yeah. it took me out of the movie at many different parts of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, like honestly, I, I I wish that my buddy's son didn't age out of the movie so quickly. I thought he was going to be in it for a lot, lot longer than he actually was. So that was that was another disappointing thing too. But um, yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, I, I guess like I'll fling it like a C. <laughs> it was just eh for me. So, all right. So, uh, speaking of Snake Eyes, do you guys are you guys ready to move on to Snake Eyes? Sure. All right, Melissa, yeah. you saw Snake Eyes, right? Yes. All right, T. Then Snake Eyes was directed by Robert Schwensky and stars Henry Golding, Andrew Koji, and Haruka Abe. It was also released to theaters on July 23rd, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. A G.I. Joe spinoff centered around the character of Snake Eyes. Go ahead, Melissa, kick it off. Okay, also kind of like Travis said, it's been a month, so um, to actually (laughs) think about, remember what it was. Um, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. At times, to me, I feel like it was a little gory or than I was expecting it to be. Um, and, I mean, it was really good. I mean, I like Henry, um, whatever Gordon. his name, Goldie. Henry. Yeah. Like, you know, I do like him as an actor. I mean, I thought it was really well done. I mean, you know, I don't know if I've seen all of the G.I. Joe trilogy 
movies, but I mean, this definitely I thought was pretty good. All right, Travis. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I will say uh, visually, uh, I thought it was really well done. Uh, oh, the absolutely. Stunt, the, stunt, the stunts and the action uh -huh. and everything like looked fantastic. Uh, but uh, to be honest, GI Joe was never really my thing. I mean, growing mm -hmm. up or even. Like I, just, I never really had the toys. I never watched the cartoons or anything. Right. I, I still haven't seen the previous two movies. This was actually the first. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, I think I, I feel like mine too. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, I, I think I was, uh, I think that's probably what took me out of it a little bit. Was like I was kind of lost on some of the references. Like, I mean, I, I knew who the Baroness was because, like, I recognized her, but. Uh, right. I th when the when the uh, the the Joe GI Joe help comes in, like I'm I'm sure there were some relevant characters there, but I'm I just wasn't familiar with them, so right. I think I was lost on some of the references. But right. That's um, yeah. yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, it it like it, it was entertaining, you know, a good popcorn movie. It played pretty much like your standard action movie. So and, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and uh, Henry Golding's awesome. I I like him. I've yeah. seen him in a few a few different things. He he was great and. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean it was it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean it's I have seen the previous GI Joe movies and like this was different because it was like an origin story for one specific character, but like it is tied into that whole I guess it would be fair to call universe GI Joe universe dealing with like Cobra <laughs> and like and how how um, Snake Eyes becomes a quote unquote Joe. So, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Like, visually, I thought it was incredible, too. Like, they had one scene, was it, like, in Tokyo or something with all the neon lights? And they had that fight in, like, that alleyway. It was just, like, so cool, so well lit. I mean, it was just a feast for the eyes. And, like, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun to watch. I mean, it's, like, I kind of knew going in, because, like, like the other ones, I knew it was, like, you know, a PG level, PG thirteen level type of like action movie. It's like, it's it's restrained a little bit. I mean, I honestly didn't think it was that violent. <laughs> it was like, it was it was, yeah. it was it was it was what I expected it to be, and it was fun. It was like it, you know, like you said, Travis, popcorn movie. I mean, you know, you go in there, you get some free AC, you get munching on some popcorn, you're having a good time. You know exactly what you're getting into, and it, it delivered yeah. on it. I was I I I enjoyed it. I mean, it was. You know, oh, like no, I'm not said, saying I didn't enjoy yeah. it. I just, yeah. I guess, you know, wasn't expecting some of, like, you know, the violence. But, you know, it is what it is. It's, well, it's you know, meant to be entertaining and yeah. for the boys. Well, yeah, it's a total, you know, like, macho, macho, machismo dude movie. But, you know, it, just, it, deli it delivers. <laughs> I just, I just want to say though, I mean, uh, if, if you thought that was gory, I can't wait till we get into the Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh right, well yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless the only thing I'm thinking again, I might be getting it mixed up with a different movie. Like, um, I don't know, because like my mind's been thinking me, I might just be getting it mixed up. But yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. It's been a while. Sorry. Right. What, what would you grade it, Melissa? <laughs> I'd say probably about a B plus. All right, Travis. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go more in the. I feel like if I was more of a fan of the franchise, I might rank it higher. But I was gonna say like in the B minus C plus range. Like it just. Okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but it was it was That's so fair. so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, I I enjoyed it too. I mean, I like I I knew what I was getting into. I mean, having seen the previous two movies and 
honestly, it was no different. So it was like I, I gave it a, yeah. I, I would give it a solid B plus. So it's I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. All right, now we'll cruise on over to the Jungle Cruise. Um, uh, uh, I, I couldn't think of a better transition. Sue me. <laughs> the Jungle Cruise was directed by, I'm going to totally butcher this, Hame Colette Serra. I, I, I know I got that wrong. And it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. It was released to theaters and Disney Plus's premium access on July 30th, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. Based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element, which the ride doesn't really have. <laughs> All right. Um, who wants to go first? Travis can go first. Hmm. Oh, Travis uh, didn't well, see it. Yeah, oh, I was gonna okay. say, I, that's right. I, I'm gonna have to sit this it. one out. Yeah. Okay, I forgot. Um, sorry, <laughs> Melissa, go for it. <laughs> so I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised because this, I feel like, is another one of those movies that they've been promising promising us forever, and I'm just like, you know, is it going to be worth it? And I actually thought it was really well. Oh, I yeah. thought I, you know, was probably one of, you know, one of the movies I enjoyed a lot. I mean the. The visualization was amazing. I mean, oh, just gorgeous at times, absolutely. Yeah, like certain <laughs> things, and then like, you know, with the twist of like, and I don't again, you know, I don't remember like the Jungle Cruise ride and all that, but like, right. you know, the twist with his character kind of was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if that was really how it works, and you know, I don't really know if there's like the ride is based on it, but like the whole like backstory, like his story, I thought was pretty cool, and then yeah. You know, without spoiling it. Yeah, I think we just made that part up. I mean, it doesn't really have to do with the Jungle Cruise ride. It yeah, just, I don't think so either. It was a story they, still... they, 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 they ran with. They came yeah, and then we got it. And so, interesting story. So, the little boy that was in the movie, um, I guess, apparently went to a school back in my hometown of Simi Valley. So, like, oh, a really? bunch of my, yeah, a bunch of my friends were, like, super excited to see him in that movie. And I thought he was adorable in that movie. I mean... The kid actually did really well, and I really liked Emily Blunt. I think Emily Blunt and The Rock had a really good chemistry. Oh, they did. Yeah, no, they did really well together. You know, I mean, I definitely think they did really well. And, oh, my gosh, the guy that plays her brother. Oh, God, yeah. He was so great in it. Like, he was like, hilarious. I like, mean, and the, the, the gay is, guy, right? The, the yeah. prima donna. Oh, God, he did a yeah, fantastic yeah. job. No, he, yeah, he, 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 he is, almost stole the show. He did it. Yeah, and, like, you know, I just thought it was funny because it's like, you know, back whatever year this is supposed to be, you know, being gay really wasn't a thing. So they never really, right. like, you know, came out and said he was gay, but just his mannerisms and things like that, you can just yeah, they, tell. Yeah, he, he expressed himself the way he would have back then, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, we all know what that meant. But, um, yeah, it was. I thought it was really well done. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be some campy, you know, cheesy, like, uh-huh. I don't know, like Pirates of the Caribbean ripoff. <laughs> but, like, yeah. but, you know, it blew me away. I mean, like, everything they, they did in this movie was, like, big. Like the By the way, I want I, I I want the tiger or the or the lion or whatever that was. I want that because <laughs> yeah. Of course you would. <laughs> yeah, like I the stunts the, the stunts were big. The explosions were big. I was like, yeah. 
oh man, this is what I've been craving. This is freaking awesome. And like, yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised. Like, and it was, uh, it was so creative too. Like in the beginning, like you know, uh, the ride is actually known for like those terrible dad dad jokes. And you know, oh the, my gosh, the, and, that was and, hilarious. And the rock yes. delivers a few of them at like rapid pace, and like it's just so good and so and so creative to tie that in there. I mean, it was it was like okay, this is cool. I mean, it's like. And they also didn't they have some like stuff from like the ride too, like the backside of water. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you know, like all, things. all the jokes that you would hear on the ride, they they kind of put into the movie, and it was very creative, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. And also too, like visually, it was pretty amazing. It was it was gorgeous to look at, especially like when they go into like the jungle and uh-huh. like they had those um. I don't know what you call like like those like ugu booga guys, whatever you would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, th- those people. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It was colorful and like it was, it was amazing visually, and it was a, it was a great ride, great cruise. <laughs> you know, like oh god, you're so sad. Yeah, save it. Um, lady. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, go ahead. Grade the grade, grade the movie. I w- I would give it like an A minus. Like I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm gonna give it an A minus too. I thought it was phenomenal. All right. So who's seen Stillwater? Just me and you again. Oh God, Travis. That's we, right. we we have I'm to give. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm so just gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this out there in Travis's defense. Travis was out of town for um, a few weeks for a family wedding. So yeah, we are going to yeah. give him a pass on this. He just, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll pull back the curtain. Yeah, it's, we're, We'll give him a pass on this. But we're kind, of, better we're get kind his, of piecing this episode together. <laughs> all I know is he better get his crap, he better get his crap together for the, for the next podcast. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on, on schedule next time. <laughs> uh, I, 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 full, I, I have full faith in Travis. Don't worry. No, so, yeah. I'm not worried I at don't. all. Yeah, so... Alrighty, so uh, Stillwater was directed by Tom McCarthy, and it stars Matt Damon, Camille Cotin, and Abigail Breslin. It was also released to theaters on July 30th, 2021, and per IMDb, the plot is as follows. A father travels from Oklahoma to France to help his estranged daughter, who is in prison for a murder she claims she didn't commit. Okay, I was about to totally, in my mind, sorry, get this confused with the one that I saw by myself. Um, way back when was the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, wait, no, I got myself confused for a second. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> okay, now I remember now. Okay, sorry. Go Thank for it. Go ahead, go ahead and talk about it. Go for it. So this was actually again another one that I was pleasantly um, surprised with, um, just because it's not a true story, but it actually is loosely based on the whole Amanda Knox thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, it was I was very pleasantly surprised. I mean, you know, it was slow at times. Like I'm not, yeah. you know, it definitely <laughs> was slow at times, and just some of the like things. It was just getting annoying, and then like because it's know, not an action movie at all. It's all no, <laughs> it's all dialogue. It is. So you really had to at times be paying attention, and yeah, yeah. I so. Mean- I was honestly, I was let down. I thought it was going to be a lot better than I than what I heard. Well, yeah, like that's like kind of me. Like you know, I saw whatever. I'll throw this out there. I did, you know, I think I was the only one that saw Joe Bell, um, yeah. and you know that one 
was also kind of slow in dialogue, but I really enjoyed, I think, Joe Bell better than um, this one because, okay. yeah, well, Joe Bell, not sorry, I'll just throw this out, was based on a true story. And just to hear of like that whole, that whole thing of mm. what actually happened between the father and son is like heartbreaking. Like, mm. it, you know, where's this? Yeah, he like did stuff. And I thought it was cool that he, actually ended up kind of like staying you know in france you know for a while and all this and then they you know without going into me because you know do what they need to do but like the ending was kind of like interesting like i'm not going to spoil it but i'm like the ending was was interesting and like honestly i couldn't wait to get to the ending (laughs) yeah there's times like the movie felt like five hours to me i was like man this is just a slog i mean it, had, it, I mean, it, it was good, but yeah, it was. Like, I was kind of the same way. I'm like, oh, like it had, it, it had a whole bunch of pacing issues that were just yes. like painful. I was like, I was thinking to myself, this scene isn't necessary. You could have cut this out. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah the, the, the editor completely dropped the ball on it, and, yeah. and it ended up just like, I don't know. It, I think if they recut it in a different way, it would be a hell of a lot better. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm not yeah. an editor, so what do I know? That's just a guess. But like, I, I I think I think the editor cut a lot of corners instead of cutting the movie. So yes. <laughs> so was, on that note, I'm going to give it a C plus. C plus. I would give it like a C minus because I was. It was just a, yeah, like C plus C minus is where I'm going yeah, for. So slog of a movie. All right. Now we'll move on to the you know super tame and kids movie, The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the Su- the Suicide Squad was directed by James Gunn and stars Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Sylvester Stallone, and among many other actors in a huge cast. It was released to theaters and HBO Max on August 5th, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. Supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Rev Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote and enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. All right, Travis, you want to start this one off? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> this, this is the one. Oh this is the one I've been looking forward to. Uh, this is honestly probably my favorite movie of the year thus far. Uh, so much fun. So like it, it combines everything that I love: all the blood, the gore, the crazy, just <laughs> off the wall. The you know the cursing, the camaraderie, just everything was just so incredible. Like this is my type of movie. I live for these really fun, off the wall ridiculous movies um, and now which one of you young is men is now which one of you boys is buying me a sebastian because i like sebastian oh yes yeah, sebastian the little rat the yeah the rat, rat catcher yeah. tooth rat yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, I, yes adorable it steals the show yeah. um, but uh yeah yeah i i just uh i i thought like this is this is basically james gunn's like I don't want to. Well, I was gonna say it's like his fu to Disney, but not really because he's still he's still gonna be working with them. But it's basically like after the whole controversy with him and uh, him originally getting fired from Guardians of the Galaxy and then going right. to do this, and uh, now Disney has since, of course, rehired him for Guardians of the Galaxy. But right. uh, just, oh, that's uh, like, right. Just, I forgot about that. Yeah. So this is this is like you see that that's how that's how stupid the whole thing was. Everybody's kind of just forgotten about it now, you know, because like it was never a big deal. To begin with, yeah, but, I agree. <laughs> like, it just, 
<laughs> but um, like it's uh, I don't know, just everything about this movie really worked for me. And not only like I mean, it was great that he brought I thought it was great that he brought back the actors from the previous one, even though this one's not a like direct sequel like they right. don't really call back so much to what happened in the previous one other than the same actors reprising their roles and right like they established that like they established that harley quinn and captain boomerang already know each other and everything right. you know so it's like there's there's like a little thin thread there but it's not like directly tied into the first one which i thought was great because you know the first one as we all know like i'm trying like I'm, i know i saw it but i'm like trying to remember it because yeah oh yeah the, the first and, one? oh you're lucky yeah the first one it. yeah you're lucky it's, uh, all the, that that being said though i really really honestly hope that one day uh, after uh, due to the success of Zack Snyder's Justice League that we get David Ayer's Suicide Squad because like I've I've read a lot of uh, the um, the online stuff that he's that he himself has tweeted about it and that other people have claimed to have found from it and like clips right. and things that uh, like so it, uh, from what I understand it was basically like a Suicide Squad meets Fight Club so at least that, that's <laughs> okay that's so what I've question. been Bird, nice. now Birds of Prey is that what we're talking about like the first one or is there no, I no, don't no. remember it's called oh, no it's called Suicide Squad this was the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I do think they should have come up with a better title than just The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because, or at least I feel like that would have helped pick up some of their box office because unfortunately it didn't do quite well in its opening weekend. I mean, I know it's COVID and everything, but like, well, like, I felt like. But the thing is, is I, a lot of people, I, I think, I, watched I, it on HBO Max, though, too. Yeah, That's true. I, I I I kind of have a, a theory of like why they just called it the Suicide Squad because like <laughs> well like in sports there's like you know the Ohio State University or the U it's like it's asserting dominance over other universities uh, so I think the Suicide Squad is asser asserting dominance over Suicide Squad it's kind of like okay. a that's a, that, that was my guess. <laughs> Well, I actually uh, yeah, I, 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 I can buy that. Yeah. yeah so I actually just read something like literally right before we came on the um, the call. I mean, I'm not. It's a spoiler. I'm not going to say who it is, but I was just reading that James Gunn just put that one of his characters that were killed off is not really killed off. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, that will be another um off the air right um, okay thing that I will say because I was just reading it and I thought it was good. So like. I'm not going to say, like, yeah, so it was gory. Like, I was expecting it to be gory because, like, Suicide Squad and, like, Birds of Prey and those those were gory. So it wasn't uh -huh. not expecting it. I mean, it was really gory. Like, some some parts, I'm like, did you really need to do that? Like, Yes. <laughs> like, some of them, they're like, do you really, like, some of the things. Like, I'm not going to, like, one of my favorites, yes, I loved Ratcatcher, but I also really like Polka Dot Guy. Oh, like, yeah, he was great. Oh, yeah, Polka <laughs> He was my favorite character of the yes. whole movie. Just... Like, I like Polka Dot Guy because it's like when he got into, like, his virus, like, he would just throw polka dots. And, you know, and, you know, I also really love, you know, Mar um, Margot. Um, Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah, Margot Robbie. You know, and I'm sure Billy remembers this. So I, you know, did not realize who Harlequin was, Harlequin was years ago. And I was at a, like, church activity he was like i think halloween and there was a friend that was dressed like harlequin and i actually just thought it was the joker 
like I didn't realize back then. So certain people, um, as you know, that you both um, know, used to make fun of me about that because it's like, it's Harlequin. So it's always, you know, so now I always know who Harlequin kind of is. But I also thought, um, I, the other thing that just threw me off was Viola Davis in this movie. Like, Oh, she was so good. She was so she good. Was like, she doesn't, she, I don't think oh. she does anything bad. No, it's, like she's, I, she's, she's one, of one of those. She's one of those people I just don't think can do anything bad. But like again, mm-hmm. I was not expecting her in somebody in like this role, and it was just like whoa, and just like other just like little things like some of the stuff like John Cena. I loved him. Like and oh, so funny. He did a you know, great job. Um, I like Sylvester Stallone, and you know? <laughs> Because he was he was the the sh- like the voice of the shark guy, yeah, um, the shark guy, yeah, King Shark, yeah, King Shark, yeah. Which you know is, we all know is one of Travis's favorites because like he's got a King Shark shirt. Um, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love that shirt. That's like um, just the fact the fact that we have King Shark in a movie makes me so happy. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it was it's like it the stupidest was... character ever, but it's so it amazing. Was. It's like he totally leaned into the stupidness of it too. Yeah. Okay, not gonna lie, like I also really like like some of like the characters that kid get kind of get killed off kind of right away. Like that weasel <laughs> thing was the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> I wanted more right, of uh, weasel. I wanted more. Yeah, I, I want uh, I want a t shirt with that with just that face. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah that, that, that's creepy. It, and then of course, um, Nathan Fillion is was another one mm-hmm. of my faves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, so. I loved him as well. Yeah, just that they they do shave off a lot of characters right off the bat. You know, we're not going to say exactly who, but yeah, it's 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 fun to watch. It's well, especially like when I was watching and like when I was like giving like this like the cast, and I was just like, wait, this person's in it, and then they get kind of killed off. Yeah. Like I don't even yeah. ask me, you know, I don't remember per se, you know, everybody, but yeah, 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 it's. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, you know, I would say, like, this was like <laughs> Guns, like way of go, you know, taking a movie and doing whatever the hell he chooses chooses to do with it. I mean, it was like a blank canvas. Do whatever you want. We're not going to stop you. And you know, this is what we got. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's something else that I really loved about this because it. Like uh, before he was uh, before he was involved with the Marvel stuff or Guardians of the Galaxy or anything, he was a horror director. Uh, like he uh-huh. directed the, this this movie called Slither uh, mm-hmm. that also had Nathan Fillion in it, which is just if you, and uh, Michael Rickers in that one also as well. If you if you ever watch that, that is like the most like disgusting, repulsive, like mm-hmm. off the walls. He likes crazy movies. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, not even just blood. Like, there's a lot of, like, really, like, just, I'll just say it's gross. Like, like, there's just a lot of really, like, nasty imagery. Like, a lot of body horror type stuff, like he he really did before. And prior to that, even, he he worked for um, uh, uh, Trauma Entertainment, like, uh, the people that made Toxic Avenger and all those really low budget. Like oh, yeah. 20 movies from the 80s. Yeah. So, I, I never like, saw you know. it, but like I do remember the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. 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 That's, uh, that was actually uh, something I would like to call out here. Uh, the uh, the director of Toxic Avenger, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, has a small cameo appearance in this movie. Like in the, when they're in the that's dance right. club, you can see him in the background. Yeah. Um, so uh, when I saw him, Travis, I was like, you have a dog. 
Uh, I think it might be one of the neighbors. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah. It's fine. All right, so uh, should we grade the movie? Yes, because I'd like to finish this so I can finish eating my dinner, please. All right, we're almost done. So, all right, um, Melissa, I'm, go ahead, I would say like a B plus. Travis? Oh, for me, it's a solid A plus 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 hundred <laughs> percent. I'm right there with you, dude. I, 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 I could yeah, have enjoyed it more. It was like it was eye candy from wire to wire. It's like I, I had so much fun. It was hilarious. It was entertaining, and it was just it was just a, a treat for the eyes. And like, oh, it was yeah. It, it's hard to think of a better summer block box office. You know, like juggernaut than this. It's like it was so much fun. Oh yeah, and also, also like in true James Gunn fashion, the soundtrack to this movie like, oh, is so good, so off good. the hook, so good. Like, yeah, yeah like I, 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 that that's constantly on my playlist now. It's the soundtrack to that <laughs> movie. It's just it's amazing. Yeah, like like Cruella, it had a freaking awesome uh, playlist as well. Or soundtrack, yeah, it was awesome. All right, so we'll move on to Respect. What do you guys think? All righty. Um, Respect was directed by, I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name either, or it could be a woman, I don't know. Lisa Tommy and stars the incredible, talented, incredibly talented Jennifer Hudson, Forrest Whitaker, and Marlon Wayans. It was released in theaters on August 13th, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. Following the rise of Aretha Franklin's career from a child singing in her father's church choir to her international superstardom, Respect is the remarkable true story of the music icon's journey to find her voice. All right, who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first. Um, So I, like, knew, like, that, you know, she came from, like, you know, pretty, like, interesting family but like some like her backstory like you would never know really how messed <laughs> up her life was like oh she had... i mean we all knew she was an alcoholic but i don't think i ever realized how bad of an alcoholic she was she had a rough life <laughs> really she, rough yeah life. she she really did but i mean she's amazing and i actually think they could not have picked a better person to portray her. I think Jennifer Hudson oh, did I mean, amazing because they have very similar voices. It. Yeah, they have. Yeah, she, she was actually handpicked by Aretha, yeah, Aretha herself Aretha. when they were developing yeah. this. Oh, uh, yeah. that makes sense. Yep. Okay, yeah, that makes sense now. But yeah, yeah. So I thought I really enjoyed it. One great picking up another great. It was yeah. So there's there's nobody who else could have done it better than than she could have. It's. Uh-uh. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Was, Jennifer Hudson's just the real deal. I mean, she's incredible. She's absolutely one of the best of our generation. That'll ever be. And yeah, why she, am I drawing a blank? Who played her father in the movie? Because I'm totally drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. That's what I thought. He did an amazing job too. Like, yeah, everybody did a really good job. I thought yeah. even Marlon Wayans did phenomenal. Yeah, Marlon okay. Wayans surprised me. Wait, yeah. <laughs> what character was Marlon Wayans? Because I'm totally drawing a blank. That's right. Okay, see, yeah. yeah. The one that really threw me off was Titus. Because him with hair uh-huh. threw me off. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why does he look so familiar? He's a really then, good actor, too, though. I like yeah, him. I love him. Like, cool. I'm like, why does he look so... Oh, my gosh, it's Titus. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Marlon Wayans threw me for a loop, though. I didn't know he was that gr- that good of an actor. But yeah, like, he, yeah. The acting in this movie is just solid, all you know, all the way around. But like, 
what really what really you know threw me was like how big of an asshole everybody was to Aretha. It's like outside of her mom, everybody everybody treated Aretha like complete garbage. It was like it's it's you know it's not a movie where you walk out of there. It's like oh wow, she had such an incredible life. That was the opposite of what happened. It's like it got dark. I mean, like from like you know allusions to alluding to rape to just you know to her getting beat. It was, you know, some of the stuff in there was hard to watch. And, you know, I, I I honestly, I didn't know any of that stuff going into it. And, but yeah, it was, it I thought it was really well made. And, you know, it, they, they didn't, um, they didn't, I guess, shy away from the truth in any form. They, they, they told the story how it was. And, you know, I respect the filmmakers for that, for the, for telling the truth. And, you know, it, it wasn't all roses. So, no. yeah, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy it. It was it was really well done, in my opinion. Travis? Oh, yeah, same. Absolutely solid across the board. All the performances, the music, everything. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, I grew up listening to all her music, but I, I didn't mm-hmm. quite know every detail of her life. And what, yeah. one thing that really struck me, I, I didn't even realize... Uh, that she was very close with uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Like, yeah, I like, didn't she, either. So, like, yeah. yeah, like she, she called him Uncle Martin. Like that's how close yeah. they were. And then, that was, and yeah, that the, was, I I was thinking the same thing. Like like I even because I actually saw this movie with my mom, and like we were talking. Like I don't like that's kind of crazy. Like you don't realize that like that that was her. You know, yeah, she You're called right. him Uncle Martin, and it's just that like, was the first just, I've ever heard of it. I was like, yeah, yeah. and that's it's like you never knew, and then like. You know, just to, yeah, see, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and and it just, uh, how, I also loved how they kind of, uh, I mean, a lot of these musician biopics kind of do it, but, like, how they uh, incorporate the songs, like, at, like, the right moment in her life, you know, like, because the moment when she sings Respect is, like, when we start to see that uh, her husband's been abusing her a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, also like uh, the same thing with uh, when she leaves him is when you know she's singing you got to think about what you're trying to do yeah to me. like it's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it all hits well, right at the well yeah right because moment. like you know she wrote it during those times obviously you know it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's how she expressed herself was through her music and yeah. like through her songwriting and yeah she you know she didn't shy away from the truth it's, it's what it's what happened in her life and it was yeah it was it was so well done I really enjoyed it I mean uh, well, I, I feel bad for saying really enjoy it because I would say ninety percent of the movie she gets treated like absolute garbage. But the you know watching the movie, taking it all in, it was it was it's definitely something everybody should see. Alrighty, so uh, Melissa, go ahead and grade it. I'd give it an A. Travis. Yeah, A plus plus across the board. Just an incredible movie. I I wouldn't be surprised in the least if we got like if this got award recognition when that. Oh yeah, comes. that's that's oh, definitely. Absolutely. That's definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'll I'll give it a solid A too. Yeah, it was it was so well done. All right, now to something a bit more fun. We're gonna go to uh, Free Guy. And uh, Free Guy was directed by Sean Levy, and it stars Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, and Taika Waititi. It was released on August 13th, 2021 as well. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. A bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC, which means an unplayable character, inside a brutal open-world video game. 
All right. You guys both saw this one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Who wants to start it off? Travis? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go for it. I, okay. I actually just saw, I just saw this uh, about two days ago, right as soon as I got back to California. And it was, right. uh, yeah, <laughs> bl- blown away. Like, it was uh, it was fantastic. I was really looking forward to it. I thought the all of the trailers looked really funny. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not really a gamer myself. So, like, go- going in, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm kind of removed from this now. I mean, I used to play games a lot more when I was in high school, but... Sure. Um, uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, this whole uh, I guess I guess I mean like this whole Twitch generation, like some of the stuff was like kind of lost on me. But uh, um, but I mean, as far as like the movie itself and uh, Ryan Reynolds' performance is incredible, and I didn't realize how many cameos are in this movie. Oh yeah, like, it's jam packed. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well there, there's even some that I didn't even know until after I'd already seen it. Like uh, yeah, uh, one of the characters. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, there's one character who uh, you never see his face; it's just a voice. But um, it's uh, one one of the characters was like voiced by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there's uh, 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 some other cameos as well. I mean, well, that one I probably shouldn't give away. But there's like yeah. some uh, Channing Channing Tatum. Uh, yeah. Oh, are you talking? Uh, are you talking about the the one that we should? The, there's a there's a. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, where you're like, what yeah, the? At, at, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, at, yeah, at the at the climax, yeah, there's a there's yeah. a big one there, and I was like, well, no, I probably shouldn't say that one. But, yeah, no, yeah, uh, we, can't, we can't give that one. Yeah, that's like, yeah, but uh, oh, and uh, uh, Lil Rel Howry, uh, he's hilarious in it. Oh, uh, he he's plays so Buddy, the, Buddy, the security guard. Yeah, yeah like he's him. he's he's like on fire right now. He's in he's everything. So Everywhere I turn, he's got yeah. he's got a new show, a new movie, something. He's in everything. He's so it's funny great. too, though. He's great. I like him a lot. <laughs> He is. Uh, he makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, but Melissa, uh, go for it. Hold on. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, Travis. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh here, no, brother. it's cool. Oh, oh no, sorry. no, it's cool. Um, um <laughs> I, I will, I will also say, um, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Joe Curry, Curry, however you say his last name, uh, the guy that uh-huh. played um, uh, Keys. Uh, he's uh, from Stranger Things as well. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah, thought yeah. He, I, th- I thought he was fantastic in this as well as kind mm-hmm. of like. "Quote unquote romantic lead," <laughs> like, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. I just, I love the movie. A lot of fun. Really funny. Yeah. Right. Apparently, I guess you know, you're talking about cameos, and I like, I, I want to go rewatch it now. But I guess, I mean, whatever. We're not gonna like in one of the scenes where one of these, we're not gonna say which one, but one of like the scenes with the bank robber. I guess one of those was actually The Rock. Yeah, it's the one where he shoots yeah. him. I could yeah, have swore that was The Rock. Is it? That I wanna, yes, it is. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, I actually you, really... You like, don't see his face, but I could tell by the voice. The voice. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I I thought it was so well done. Like, I, this is one of those movies I was waiting, like, I feel like three years to see. Yeah. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. Like, it was really well done. Um, I love Brian Reynolds. I'm like, a, you know, some of, you know, the cameos, like, it was just like, what? Like... The whole Channing Tatum thing was hilarious, especially because, like, you know, the, the the kid that kind of plays him is, like, so geeky. And, like, the whole, Mom! Yeah. And just hearing it uh, coming out of Channing Tatum's, like, mouth is just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that kid did a really good job, too, though, yelling at his father and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the mom that he's yelling at, I, I just uh, I just saw this. Uh, the, the When he yells at his mom, uh, his mom is Tina Fey. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah, right. I had no idea. 
I had no idea either. Yeah, <laughs> you don't I see your face. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. I, yeah, I, wow. The movie, the movie's just so full of surprises. It was so much fun. I mean, like I'm a gamer, and like part of it, part of being you know, part of my love for this movie was like that. It, it takes place in like an open world game, and I love open world games, stuff like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. And Far Cry, like, you know, these huge open worlds which you go and explore, and just anything and everything can happen in in the game. And it's just so much fun. You just never know what you're going to get. Like, and like this movie just captured everything perfectly. I mean, it's, it's, it, I would say it's probably the best video game movie that's not based on an actual video game. Because, <laughs> like, it it takes, like, tropes from these open-world games and it shoves them all into this one, move, this one movie. And it, it works. Everything worked really well. It was hilarious. Visually, it was incredible, too. I mean, like, it was... I don't know how much special effects they used, but, like, probably the entire thing was green screen. I don't know. It looked really good, too. But, yeah, it was... I don't know. It was so good. I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I love uh-huh. video games, and I I had so much fun with this movie. I also wanted to call out. Uh, I thought it was really cool how because um, this could have easily just been another like basically another Ready Player One where they just pack yeah. all the IP into it that they can, and they they really didn't do that here. This is its no. own thing yeah you know, i mean there's a there's a couple tiny reference like you mentioned with like grand theft auto and stuff like that like they do uh-huh. kind of reference that a bit but it's not like a flat out yeah just incorporating all this stuff you know yeah it's yeah they, they could have thrown in a whole bunch of ips like space jam did but now it's they didn't go that route. Yeah. It, it's it's their it's their own world and yeah it's it was it was fun to live in it for a while so yeah, all right so pretty well done go ahead travis go ahead and grade it uh, yeah, I'd say a solid A. Uh, it was uh, it hit all the marks for me. Uh, the only, I guess, I guess the only thing for me, I mean, I just be, just because it's Ryan Reynolds and like you know we're used to seeing him uh, play characters like Deadpool or Van Wilder, you know, just like kind of like the goofy, lovable guy. But like right. I'm, I'm used to see, I'm used to seeing him play like more R-rated characters. So I felt yeah. like. Had the, had this been an R-rated movie, it may have like really hit the mark a little bit more for me. But at the same time, I mean, like the, this one worked. It's basically like a kid-friendly Deadpool, yeah. like, or a family-friendly Deadpool. Yeah, it is. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you have to realize I'm, he's got kids now, so he's like, yeah, yeah, know, probably trying to calm himself down a little bit. I, I I thought it was just at the right level. I mean, like I would yeah. give it a solid A plus. I mean, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like the the jokes in it were great. Visually, it was great. I mean, just Ryan Reynolds is another actor that produces nothing but quality as well. He's one of those guys that, you know, he. I really can't think of anything bad that he's been in. So yeah, he's, I'm a fan, and yeah, this this movie was great. Melissa. Um. Yeah, I'd give it about an A. I was very pleasantly surprised. Alrighty then. Now to finally wrap it up, like like a burrito that Melissa's dying to get to, um, Travis. Oh, oh I've, I've already broken into it when oh. you guys are talking, so that's fine. Okay, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Travis is going to tell us about Candyman because he's the only one of the out of the crew that saw it because it's a horror movie, and um, <laughs> Candyman is directed by Nia DaCosta and it stars y- Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. 
I think I got that right. I don't mean to you offend did. anybody. Okay, <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then, then, then Tayona Paris and Nathan Stewart Jarrett. It was released to theaters on August 27th, 2021. Um, per IMDb, the plot is as follows. It's a sequel to the horror film Candyman in, back in 1992 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Go for it, Travis. Okay, yeah, this is another one I've been really excited to talk about. I'm, uh, I know I'm kind of the resident horror nerd here, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this oh Happy my god, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but uh, this movie, uh, this movie hit all the right points for me. It, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the original. The original is uh, like ever since I was a kid. The original has been one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Oh, wow. uh, uh, yeah, like uh, just uh, if if you'd never seen it, uh, I uh, I mean, well, you guys aren't fans of horror, so you're probably not going to watch it. But I mean, the original <laughs> is st- still holds true to one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. So I had like really, I guess a really high bar for this. I went in thinking like I don't know if it's going to quite measure up, and it. I mean, I won't say that it's better than the original, but it definitely expands upon it and like really breathes new life into it. It was it was just so fantastically done. Uh, um, oh, I also do want to throw out there because uh, I uh, had this issue while I was watching it. So, um, uh, well, so the plot uh, essentially, uh, the legend of the Candyman is uh, he's. Uh, uh, he's a deceased spirit of like a wronged person. Um, and it's oh. kind of just a, it happened like it happens to a new uh, person with every generation, usually person of color. Um, okay. uh, so it's uh, like every generation, it kind of happens to them where uh, they, they're uh, uh, killed in a wrong sort of way. Um, and then they end up coming back uh, as the candy man, who's like this vicious uh, demonic, man with a hook for a hand a long coat like he's just really huh. menacing like uh, to okay. tony todd plays him in the original right. um and uh so basically how, how you summon the candy man it's kind of like a local legend uh, that the uh, kids in the chicago projects do if you look in the mirror and you say his name five times uh, he'll appear in the reflection of the mirror and kill you so uh it's but what i was gonna say is uh, in the opening of this movie like since uh b- like it's uh because of the symbolism like you know uh, the candy man appears in the mirror uh when the movie opens you see the universal logo like backwards and the, the <laughs> productions backwards That's so at cool. first yeah. So at first in my theater, like there was a guy that ran outside because like they, we we thought that like something was wrong with the projector. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like we, so uh, just to let you know, no, nothing's wrong with the projector. It's supposed to look like that. By the time the main titles were all around it, you can read left to right. But it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, it it was like, but like it got me at first. I was like, oh man, is something wrong? Like, (laughs) but it's it's, a mirror. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I was like, oh okay, I get it, I get it. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it 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 was really well. uh, uh, Yaya was fantastic. I I love uh, his work as well. He was in uh, um, uh, in uh, Aquaman. He played Black Manta. Uh, he uh-huh. was also in a, a HBO's uh, Watchmen series as well. He was fantastic in that. So, like, I, I I knew him from that. I was really big fan of his performance in this as well. And he's um, the Candyman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well. Uh, uh, 
spoilers, but oh, okay. uh, he's, uh, he's, he's the lead in this movie. Um, uh, his character, uh, his character's name is Anthony. He's a, uh, he's an artist that is like, uh, uh, he, 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 uh, kind of, he hears the Candyman legend and is kind of, uh, like recreating it in his paintings uh, okay. for this art exhibit. And it's, uh, uh, that's kind of how the whole thing starts, but um, and uh, uh, Tiana Paris has uh, uh, his uh, love interest in the movie. Uh, she was actually just recently in uh, WandaVision. She played uh, 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 Monica Rambo in oh, WandaVision. So that I love yeah. her. She's so good. Oh, I know. Yeah, she she was fantastic. I had no idea she was even in this until I was sitting there watching it. I was like, oh my god! Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, Monica yeah, Rambo's and, uh, great character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and uh, she's fantastic in this as well. Um, she she has a really big role in this as well and uh um it's uh uh colvin domingo as well he was fantastic like the whole cast was just really knocked it out of the park it's really it is a bit of a slow burn but uh-huh. uh and it uh without giving too much away it's uh it's really kind of set up as uh as more of a reboot as Opposed to a sequel, like I guess okay. that's I guess that's kind of the vi- that's kind of the vibe that they try to give off at first, but then right. as it unfolds, you're like, oh, holy crap, this really is a, a <laughs> sequel to. So I feel like it's like you can go in and watch this without having seen the original, but if right. you have seen the original, it's gonna really elevate it for you and make you be like, oh crap, really? Like <laughs> <it's>, there's, <laughs> there's like a big reveal, but uh, okay, um, but but yeah, it's uh, it was really fantastic, uh, really. Uh, uh, it is really gory. I will say that. So you know, there's there's that, but uh, um, just really menacing and suspenseful, and just uh, it really. Um, a lot of people, I think, might try to say that it's woke, but honestly, I I didn't feel like it was any more woke than what the first one was. First so one was, it's, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, because uh, I mean, the the series as a whole, like, uh, um, I mean, there, there's also two other movies as well. They did a, a Candyman two and three back in the '90s, which weren't oh. as well received. Yeah. yeah so like, they, they're not really. <laughs> Yeah, so like they're they're not really re- directly referenced here. It's kind of more of a direct sequel to the original. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, but um, uh, but they they all kind of they all, all of the movies kind of deal with uh, uh, with a sort of like a racial undertones and uh, that this I one no idea. like I didn't uh, yeah it's like you know like I think it's more so like the time we're living in. I guess some people may think like oh it's so woke and I'm, I'm like well no not really not more than what. The original one was but uh, okay. uh but sure. yeah but it uh, yeah but but yeah i mean I, I i really loved this movie i mean i thought it was just a great i mean aside from being a horror movie i thought it was just a great movie and had a great message by the end right. of it i mean it's uh i mean it's a little tragic i will say but it does have okay. a good message to it so uh but yeah i mean i'm i would uh, to grade it i'd give it a solid a plus uh, next to suicide squad it's like oh, my wow, next okay. favorite movie for this year <laughs> I, I, wow. I really enjoyed it i can't okay. wait to see it again okay yeah. okay well, there, there, there we have it. All right. So, uh, anything else you guys want to touch upon, or should we wrap it up? Wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, I think so. We've been talking a while. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that that will wrap it for this episode of the Movie, Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Please keep an eye out for the next episode. Not exactly sure what we'll be covering, but stay tuned. Um, please find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Movie Grader, and visit my website www.themoviegrader.com. On iTunes, please review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Also, please tell your friends about the podcast so we can grow. It would be much appreciated, and we thank you for your support in advance. 
Um, the Movie Grader and Friends podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you can get your podcasts from. This has been the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and please enjoy the last few moments of summer at, at the theaters. See you next time. Stay